Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All things in the name of love. With your host, Dr. Erica Riesberg. Music performed and written by Megan Moreau. Can you help me redefine truth and preservation of our soul shine? I can feel it, yours and mine. Close your eyes and witness it inside. In your bones, you will know. Trust and let go. All Things in the Name of Love, Episode 38, Become the Star of Your Own Show, with Florine Latoule. Today on the show, I'm interviewing an amazing woman I met on Facebook named Florine, and she does this amazing process of helping you tune in more deeply to who you really are. And so uh, one of the amazing gifts she does is what she calls the baptism of the soul. And I really look forward to talking with her about her process and allowing her to share her unique story and help you awaken more fully into who you truly are. Florine, it is such an honor to have you on the show. Thank you. And Florine, you and I met through a mutual contact on Facebook a couple weeks ago, and she just saw that we would be connected. And I feel so grateful for it because in the few weeks I've known you, she was right. She was right. She was. Yeah, she was. (laughs) So yesterday you had this very interesting post that I wanted to start off with because it speaks so much to our current society and the, the inner turmoil that I have with the use of digital phones instead of paper. And I'm of a certain age where I did not have computers my whole life. And so I love the tactile sense of reading with a book or a newspaper or something like that. And and I've seen it in my family and I've seen it all over the world that people are looking down at their phones constantly and in my perception and i could be wrong we're losing human contact yeah mm-hmm. so you want to talk to me about your post and what your thoughts of it are yeah so so first of all hi erica i'm really happy to be here on the podcast with you from switzerland it's an Thank honor you. to be to be here and um, so yesterday I wrote this, uh, this post and uh, it really came to me as a flash. Like I, I had to share my message because my husband was uh, lying down on the sofa reading the news on his phone, but I didn't know he was reading the news at the time. And I was about to snap at him and say to him, you know, what are you doing on your phone again? Although, you know, and uh, this has happened many times before. And just as I was about to just tell him, what are you doing on your phone again? I just realized, wait, he's reading the news. 
And actually, not so long ago, he would have been reading the news on his newspaper, with a, you know, from the newspaper, from a paper. Mm-hmm. And uh, that would have been perfectly fine with me. I would mm-hmm. not have snapped. And, uh, and actually, I quite liked it. I thought it was quite sexy that he was reading his, his newspaper. <laughs> you know, he's British. I'm French. And I've got this, you know, this idea of British man reading newspaper. And... Uh, <laughs> and um, and I was just like, that's not actually fair because he's just reading the newspaper. Mm-hmm. And so I just, just came, it was just like a big moment of consciousness, like I called it. And where I, I, I asked myself, where are you at with technology? You know, have you fully embraced it or are you still resisting it? Uh, what's going on there? And then as I started thinking about it, I realized there was a lot of shame around it for me. As if using technology is something to be shameful about. So that's, mm. that came through. Um, as if, um, because we talk a lot about, you know, technology and how bad it is, how it's distancing people. And, um, you know, how about, about how technology potentially makes you a bad parent if you're always on your phone also. Mm. And he was, he was reading next to our son, who's two and a half years old. So that was, that's all that, that came through. Um, so that's, that was interesting. What, yeah, all, all that it triggered. So I don't know if you want to take it. Yeah, I do. Because, yeah. because that's something I battle with too. Because I know I have tendencies, if I'm not aware, to having an addictive personality. Mm-hmm. And I know this. And I know phone is a really easy thing to get addicted to. Yeah. So I try to balance my awareness of my propensity mm-hmm. to be addicted with the technology as a form of instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so one of the things I did notice, and I have taken off my phone, is when I had Facebook on my phone, I was on my phone like five, six hours a day. Mm-hmm. I don't have it on my phone. I have Messenger on my phone, but I, I have Facebook on my laptop, so I have to actually sign in. Mm-hmm. And, and that indicates to me, like, having that extra step yeah. or a couple steps of, like, actually getting off the couch yeah. and walking into my office and all that, it makes me aware of the fact that it's something I don't need and that I have an yeah. addiction to. So that's, for me, like, if I... If, it requ- if I'm aware of the fact that I need an effort to look at it, that means it's an addiction for me. Yeah. 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 I can, I can uh, really relate to that. I've had moments where I've taken the, the, the apps off my phone as well, Instagram and Facebook. Like the idea was that I post something and then I, I basically have to download the app and post something <laughs> and then delete the app again. Um, but I must say this doesn't last when I do that because there's just so much fuss. So I end up keeping it. Um, however, I, I also, I have, I have moments where I can really, I can really be good. <laughs> um, that's a judgment there you know, like where I'm really aware of how I use it and I can really be detached from it. So I use mm-hmm. it and I'm conscious and I stop it. And there's moments where where I just let myself carry carried away by it. And I, at some point, feel that it's been too much because I feel my nervous system 
is just hyperactive. Like there's just so much that's been going on. Mm-hmm. That's a sign for me that I need to take distance from social media. For me, it's, it's, so it's, this conversation is turning into social media, I think, because for me, it's, it's mostly social media. Like it's not news. My partner is constantly reading the news that he loves. He's like a journalist at heart. Um, for me, it's just not, not my thing. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's more like social media and it's always about sharing. I don't really consume a lot of content from other people, but I'm really, um, I just love sharing my community. I just really love, um, love it. But to a point where sometimes I'm like, okay, do I really need to share this? Like, is this really, do I need to share this basically? Or right. should I just put my phone down and do, go and meditate perhaps <laughs> and just, you know. So how do you find that balance? Because it is this. This is a spiritual podcast, and so mm-hmm. let's bring that into the spiritual. Like yeah. bringing your awareness is a huge component. It's like when you know that you're going down the rabbit hole, which I yeah. caught myself a few times. Mm-hmm. Like Instagram, uh, yeah. brain candy. Um, mm-hmm. I'll give myself ten minutes. Yeah, because if I can't find it in ten minutes, it's not going to be found. Yeah, and that's a technique I bring for my awareness because I want to not, I don't want to disconnect from myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you go about mm-hmm. keeping yourself aware? Mm-hmm. Well, the, on occasions, I, I don't do it all the time, but I have done it where when I know I'm, I'm going on social media to look for something specific, I will put a timer on put a timer on and uh, when it rings, let me know I need to stop. And when it does ring, most of the time I've gone and I've realized I've gone and done something else. So I went on social media to look for something and within the 10 minutes frame, I've actually forgot why I came on. Wow. Yeah, I just, just got sidetracked by something. Interesting. Um, yeah. So it's that. But also what I, what I, uh, what I realize a lot is that Social media, I use a lot for when I'm uh, trying to find my, 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 thought, my thought together. When, uh, when there's something, a feeling that I'm trying to run away from. <laughs> so, Interesting. So what I, when I, how I notice that is when I put my phone down, because I'm like, okay, why are you doing social media? You don't need it. I put it down. And three seconds later, I'm back on it. Interesting. And I don't even know why. And I, and I know that the impulse is suggesting that there is something that I need to face, that I need to feel, and that I need to go through, <laughs> acknowledge and go through. Um, so yeah, usually it's something about something I'm, I'm afraid of or an anxiety about something that I'm anticipating. So I'm just trying to numb a feeling. Mm-hmm. And uh, in that case, once I become aware of that, I'm like, okay, now you put the phone down, <laughs> deep breath, and most of the time I would go and journal, take my journal out and just ask, okay, what's going on? And usually I've just got the whole download, it's just there. I'm like, okay. Mm. You just can take just five minutes, it doesn't need to take three hours. It's just like putting the words, to the feelings down on paper mm-hmm. and just, uh, yeah, my journal is my best friend. <laughs> I understand. I, I've... I have a record where I got a journal two months ago and I'm almost done using it. Like mm-hmm. that's impressive. That's a lot of stuff that I'm writing because I just have so much coming through. Yeah. And it's just fascinating to see 
how integral it is for the expression of my soul. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Journaling, I, I've, I've been journaling on, I had been journaling on and off for years, but this year um, I've journaled every day, the whole year. And it's transformed my life, my business. It's just been amazing. It's just my business, especially, has been guided by my soul through my journal. It's just been amazing. Yeah. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Really, really amazing. Like, and uh, it's just made me trust a lot more. And I just trust that how I feel, mm -hmm. what, what I want, just what comes through all the programs I create podcasts like you know when I, whenever i've been invited for conferences or whatever just my just trust that whatever is going through me is a message i need to come out mm -hmm. however imperfect it is it's just the message that needs to come out and that people need to hear and um, my journal has really allowed me to feel free like that and just honor yeah honor who i am and uh, yeah so a journal is really and now i actually get all my clients to journal because it's just yeah it's that simple so simple and it's yeah you can do it anyway so <laughs> yeah so tell me how you came upon your ability to tune into your soul's desires mm -hmm. it's a good question thank you where do i begin <laughs> <laughs> okay the the turning point i'll just i'll just start with the turning point uh was about seven years ago i was hired in a pharmaceutical company in Switzerland, well paid, uh, very well paid. So, you know, I could just book a flight to the other side of the world without even, you know, looking at my bank account. It wow. was just like, yeah, that kind of money. For my age, it was, uh, you know, in my 20s. It was, uh, yeah, it was a privilege. However, I was, I was saying I was suffering from burnout from boredom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was extremely bored. Um, really bored. Like, I remember going to my boss one day and I said, you know, have you got something to do? Because I'm really bored. Like, all the tasks I, I, I had to, to you know, they were giving me, whatever, you know, I was just doing seconds and, and it was just boring. Like, I had literally nothing to do for some of the days. And Ooh. I remember he said to me, well, here's a, um, a little box with pens. Can you sort out the one that work and the one that don't work? And I was like, wow. Are you serious? Am I, I didn't even care about the money at the time. I was like, did I go through university? Did I go through all this, you know, to be sorting out this box? Wow. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, um, so I remember and then I went home to South of France for, for a weekend and I was talking to my dad and I said, this is what's going on. You know, I'm, I'm feeling really low. And he said, look, I've never seen you that low. You've always been, you know, such a happy child and so full of ideas and inspiration what are you doing? Quit your job now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And um, my father is an entrepreneur and he's very, he just, he just always, he's always told us like, follow your dreams. And, hmm. and uh, I said, he said, to, he said to me, build your own business. And I was like, well, what do you mean build my own business? I don't know what business I would be doing. And anyway, I, I always thought I would build my own business, but I always thought it's something I would do much later, like when I would be late forties or something. And uh, he was like, no, that's nonsense. You can build a business anytime. <laughs> so I went back to Switzerland and I went to my boss and I said, look, I'm quitting. <laughs> um, and he was like, oh, I'm surprised that you didn't quit before. I was trying to push you out. <laughs> oh, really? 
<laughs> he said, because I've seen you had so much potential. And wow. he said, in the first place, I hired you to, to do you a favor because you, were, you ju had just arrived in Switzerland, so you would get a job here. And then I was, I wonder, I was wondering why you were staying on. <laughs> <laughs> so it was quite funny. Wow. So, so, he, uh, so he, he told me, when do you want to leave? I said, well, can I stay three more months so I can put a bit more money on the side? <laughs> so he said, okay, fine. Let's do, you can stay three more months. So I did. And, uh, and that's when it all began. The journey wow. of, of uh, self-exploration. Um, and actually, when I left that job, I'm, this, is, this is where it also gets interesting. Is I promised myself that I would never, ever, ever accept something less than what I meant for. Mm. It was just like so, so, so like powerful in that moment. It was just like, I am not doing this ever again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also just if we like rewind a bit before that, a few months before that, I had done mindfulness uh, eight-week training, um, which had made me aware of life. Like, you know, for the first time I had noticed, I remember telling my partner, do do trees blossom like that in the spring every year and he was like yes they do oh my god i've never noticed i think since wow. i was born i cannot remember that was i remember being so like are you joking wow. every year they blossom and he was like yeah wow <laughs> yeah i remember like we were in that like, botanical garden where we live now and it's just like oh my god and i was like photographing in that every <laughs> angle and it was like, <laughs> like i was born again honestly it was wow. just crazy. Mm. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. And, um, and then I started realizing, just noticing everything. I remember I would not take the bus anywhere anymore. I would just walk all over town just to smell, smile at people, just reconnecting with life. It was just like, oh my God. Like, so, and then I started being conscious of you know, whatever I was putting in my body. Uh, I was also had, I had prior to that been diagnosed with a lupus-like, right, autoimmune condition. Mm -hmm. and uh, giving some horrible drugs. And I was like, right, I'm stopping those drugs. I'm going to do the research and I'm just going to heal myself. So I did mm -hmm. with nutrition and mindfulness and, and just mindset. And um, yeah. And I, yeah. It's, so it's just like, it was just, I remember one of my friends told me, oh my God, you, you embody the, the, everything is possible. <laughs> wow. She was like, wow, it's just so beautiful to watch that energy of her. Uh, so that was the beginning of a, of a, like a massive turn in my life. Um, following that, it wasn't all roses and, roses and butterflies. We went through a lot of uh, really difficult times. Um, however, that was a really solid base to go through those mm -hmm. horrific times that we went through after, later on, which we can go into if you, if you want, but I just don't want to go on too much. Well, without, without going into the horrific events, what I will ask out of that, did you see a deepening to your spiritual journey through the events? Yeah, yeah. they were, they had to, they, as people always tell me, oh, are you crazy? Because even my condition, so we, we lost our first child. Mm. And, um, and after that, my, my partner went through three, uh, he was made redundant three times in a row. Um, wow. So like financially, it was a big struggle. But through that, it's like we, it was everything happened for a reason. Like he, he put us, I mean, in terms of spirituality, for me, I, I always felt there was something else, that there was the invisible, 
mm-hmm. but it's like I really I didn't really dare going there because I was like that's scary mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, when when I lost my son just like it was like there was no way I was not gonna go there yeah <laughs> it's like yeah. I've got to go there I've got to see what's there and um, and yeah I, I mean yeah, like I think it increased my vibration by thousand times. Like, yeah, it's just it just made me. I think it made me feel love in a mm. way that I have, have never felt love before. I think I I understood the meaning of love then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's just like you know, through death, you have this sound of silence that just like bring you to your soul, like. Mm-hmm. And, and um, yeah, I know he, he came through for a reason to, yeah, for that. And yeah, like consciousness and maturity as well, you know, as a, as a coach now, um, I, can, I can lead my clients so much better because I've been through hardship and um, yeah. just, it's just connecting to life is just, it's, you know, death is part of life. And uh, yeah, it was, it's like, all the events that happen to us, I think are messengers and messengers for us to honor what we're here for and potentially what we need to teach to others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've, I've, I've found that, well, my podcast is a result of me taking a vow of peace four years ago and trying to divest myself of violence and then tuning into how I can help others connect to that deep sense of inner peace. Mm-hmm. through learning what I know about myself and how I'm doing it yeah, and then sharing it because we need so we need that peace and love in our world mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. we do we do it's like I wrote, prior to the article that you read I wrote an article on the like change can really happen when we remove the filters mm-hmm. and I think removing the filters is is peace yeah it's it's really being at peace with who we are and what we have to offer what we can offer not what we have to what we can offer what we want to offer just being at peace with the whole of us like as individuals mm-hmm. and if we through love so if we are at peace with ourselves through love the the world can change in such a beautiful way mm-hmm. yeah mm. how do you help your clients so I help my clients. So I, I, <laughs> I tell them that I help them to, be, to become the star of their own show. Mm. And, uh, and some of them, at first they get a bit scared. Like they think they've got to put like glitters on and you know, uh, <laughs> red lipstick and, <laughs> and velvet uh, dress, you know. And I tell them, you can if you want, if that's part of your show. Mm-hmm. It's not about that. It's about honoring who you are to the core and yeah. Um, yeah who are you to the core how what do you want to say how do you want to dress what do you want to eat who do you want to hang out with you know what, what kind of people come to me mostly for business nowadays uh, it didn't used to be but now it is and um, it's like what kind of business do you want to create what kind of programs do you want to create how crazy do you want to go in your programs how you know it's just like what do you want to say like one of my clients she was she had she was very rigid in her the way she created her programs in her business and now she's using um 
like funny characters and, and stuff and she's like oh my god i feel so alive it's just mm. yeah bringing life like because you know if we talk about entrepreneurship there's thousands of people doing the same thing branding themselves the same way you know talking about the same stuff but if you're the show if you're on a your own show then you become unique you embrace you know how unique you are and uh, and you stand out because you become magnetic as you love yourself as you embrace who you are, as you shine, people are just, they just want in. They're like, who is this woman? You know, like, it's amazing. So that's mm-hmm. how I teach them. It's just uh, one of the, part of the program that I call is one of the phase is called baptism of the soul. So it's really about rebirthing and it's very joyful. It's not like, it's, it's not dark or anything. It's really about, you know, just honoring all these things that just make you take with you know passion and love since you were a child and still there just like reigniting all that mm-hmm. and uh, i just had one today actually baptism of the, of the soul and it's just uh, i love it i just love it and i really use it before and after it's uh, it's and it's simple so how do i do that it's through coaching talking and uh, really empowering my clients to to be able to get to the show outside our session. So it's journaling. Mm. Mm. Mm, That's beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) And I love that you're doing it with business leaders because I, I, in Portland, Oregon, I have a a really beautiful uh, gift of having a lot of spiritual friends. Mm -hmm. And to see they're not all business owners. And to see like getting it into more of a mainstream yeah. is a really beautiful thing because I studied popular culture. Oh, uh, I did as well. Okay. I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my thing was like, how do I break down the other? Mm-hmm. Because the other never made sense to me. Mm-hmm. The other was confusing. I was like, why is that other? Explain to me what the other is and everything that was other to what I perceived mm-hmm. was artificial. Okay, interesting. And so the, the things that we're taught to believe mm-hmm. reinforce separation. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is coming from my spirit, not my theoretical self, but my spiritual self sees that. Yeah. And so my passion is to break that down mm-hmm. and so you mean like to to bring unity yeah is that what you're saying yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah completely and uh, actually I've, I've got a mastermind group and it's interesting because it was in my mind it was created for entrepreneurs and they're mostly entrepreneurs in it but one lady is not entrepreneur she wanted to join it and she made me realize how blending in entrepreneurs and non-entrepreneurs is so right mm-hmm. because actually people who are working for corporate companies or who are, who are hired um, can be entrepreneurs in their in the company they're working for the company they're working for mm-hmm. so it's just being entrepreneurs is really owning your life yeah so we're so we're just one and we we tend to have this group you know we tend to uh, segmentized like entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs but really we're all the same thing just you know mm-hmm. we're all we're all humans yeah. 
I'm, I'm not really sure if that's exactly where you were going. But just... No, but but it is because because you know just just breaking down the separations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. Whatever is separate from me, I want to find out what makes it separate so I can get rid of those barriers. Yeah, because. It's very, very interesting, actually. Yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, because I, 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 my old mindset was yeah. figuring out, like, trying to like dig, 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 dig. Let me find out what your point is that you're that you're opposing and creating the separation from. Now I'm coming from a place of how can I show up with love mm -hmm. as my primary focus that will give you the security to to feel me mm -hmm. and break down the barriers yeah yeah and that's that's just beautiful and that's just that's just exactly what you just said it, that's what it does it, it just build trust just the security base for people to to feel welcome right yeah just the way they are and and sometimes i don't come from that place of love you know, I, I, I can be in judgment or in fear. Well, behind judgment, there is fear. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I can, you know, go down a rabbit hole sometimes more than five minutes. <laughs> and um, and uh, at some point, I catch myself and I'm like, hold on. How about if you switch? How do you feel if you switch? And I just connect my heart to the other person's heart. And it just changes everything. Mm -hmm. just changes everything you know the anger or the anxiety or whatever happens just dissolves it's it's magical <laughs> it is it is yeah. because it's it's this perception that we have right mm -hmm. because whatever yeah. we feel we see on the outside mm -hmm. and so i i'm not mastering it yet I'd love to say I'm a master of it but I, it's a practice that i do <laughs> practice I it's definitely a practice yeah. And when I do it, it just feels so much lighter. Yeah. And, and just to bring it back to what you mentioned at the beginning of the, of the recording about social media or using screens, I think, I don't know if you wanted to go back there, but yeah. it just made me think that the screens, the hyperactivity probably of our brains through using um, the screen so much, can distance us from our heart and from tapping into that space mm -hmm. where we ha have space to feel and therefore to hold space for the other. Yeah. Where we don't give in to reacting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It just, just, it just made me think of that. Just, yeah. That's beautiful yeah. because, because, you know, when, when I'm talking to someone, Mm -hmm. like you and I are doing even though it's over a screen I'm connecting mm -hmm. with you yeah yeah definitely and when I text mm -hmm. or when I'm doing a post on social media I don't feel that deep resonance within because I'm, I'm not able to have any form of physical contact mm -hmm. for me or, yeah um Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. No, it's, it, it's, I was just trying to, maybe not physical contact, but, but like a voice is a resonance. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. So. Yeah. 
for, for me, what, what I try and do, and I think I, I, I master it more and more, is when it, whatever I post, it's, it's always that, you know, that f- from the place of flow. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's quite raw. It's quite, you know, it's just, it's got to be shared now. So that's when I, when I share. And then when I comment, um, I, I really try and visualize the person mm. and enter that space like that. Rather than just being like a reflex or, hey, hi, thank you for the comment. It's really, when I write thank you for the comment, each word is, you know, around it, there is intention and love. It's like, you know, thank you for commenting. Thank you for your feedback. I really try and connect. Just say, okay, now I'm going to take 10 minutes where I'm going to reply to people, but it's intentional replying rather than just this quick. Mm-hmm. And the same on LinkedIn. What I've started doing is when people you know, ask me to join my network, I will take the time to say hi and, you know, who are you? Should we talk? Should we meet? Uh, even though mm. just to create, just so that people that are in my space are, there is a link somewhere. And those who don't mm-hmm. reply, I delete, <laughs> I delete them because I, I just don't want to have this, uh, you know, my ego doesn't need the, <laughs> my thing. it's just, you know, people who, who are in my space it's got to be in my space for a reason yeah mm-hmm. I, I like the intentionality of it because i mm-hmm. i had um i had my facebook account hacked three years ago okay yeah and i had thousands of people because i do voiceovers and yeah. when i decided to go back on i was very intentional mm-hmm. about who i wanted to connect with because the energy of my old account didn't have a high a high resonance yeah mm-hmm. so even if it's not um a face-to-face you can still feel the energetic imprint mm-hmm. of can. the person and it's oh, it's yeah. amazing yeah you can and as you develop your intuition it's it's just amazing for me even just a picture it's not it's not even it's not about a beautiful picture or you know it's not even about judgment it's just i can feel that warmth or i don't do you know it's just it's uh yeah she learned to trust that that yeah yeah and that's a practice it is a practice yeah and i'm still i'm not mastering it sometimes <laughs> completely detached <laughs> but I'm, what i've noticed yeah. though is that when i make a decision or when i choose life the way it's meant to be for me then it's a lot easier mm-hmm. um like recently I, I had a mentor um who was just amazing mentor but i just felt it was time to to give it a break but i was feeling a little bit uh, anxious about it you know how is she going to take it i didn't want to have her feelings and all that anyway i i told her look this is the, i'm ending the a contract uh, this feels just right for me and um so she was perfectly fine and she's like yeah you know if it's no longer aligned i will never push anyone about that and so the decision made i just felt so expansive so rise and after that the height of my intuition that was quite amazing because i was in my truth i had honored my truth and uh, that's why i've realized the more we make daily choices of honoring honoring what's uh, what's right for us the more we are the show <laughs> the more it's the easier it is to access what's right for us Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I do know what you're saying because yeah. if if you're doing something that 
you think you should do mm-hmm. because somebody else is pressuring you or you want to make somebody happy and you're not paying yeah. attention to what you need, mm-hmm. you're going to feel pretty miserable. Yeah, and then you, you, you're not able to, or you're still able to, but it's less, I feel it's less easy to access. Mm-hmm. I think we can still tap into it, but it's just, there's more like parasites. Mm-hmm. Mm. I agree. Yeah. I much prefer to do what I love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so freeing. I'm yeah. so grateful that I've reached that you know, space now, state. So it's becoming a habit, like, yeah, being able to say real yes and real no's. You know, it definitely wasn't always like that. So it's a mm-hmm. journey. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Oh, well, Florian, is there anything else you would like to share? Just that life is beautiful. Mm. It really is beautiful. And just inviting your listeners, your beautiful listeners, to, to feel gratefulness. And I know in America, you just had Thanksgiving uh, at the time of recording of this episode. And uh, you feel gra- gratefulness, real gratefulness intentional mm-hmm. gratefulness because gratefulness can become a practice that is just a checklist mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just like really being intentional about it yeah and uh, and just leave you with this question like if you incarnate the show what do you what does it look like what do you decide what do you choose what do you no longer choose? Mm-hmm. What's the next leap for you to do the show? Mm. And I know whatever it is, it'll be beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. My mm. pleasure. How do my listeners find you? Okay. So your listeners can find me on my website. 360impulse.com and on social media under Flow the Show. And I can send you the links if you want to. I would love the links. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. Mm. Thank you so much, Florine. It has been such an honor to have you on the show. Thank you, Erika. It's been uh, amazing. And uh, you have uh, contributed to my one of my dream of uh, of having an impact contributing in english so this is like <laughs> very grateful for that opportunity oh you're so very very welcome the action item of the week is to sit down and think about what you would love your life to be and then figure out what is keeping you from experiencing it think about how your show would look when you become the star of it that's it for the week Until next time, I bid you the highest peace, love, and true prosperity. Namaste. Can you help me redefine the truth and preservation of our soul shine? I can feel it, yours and mine. Close your eyes and witness it inside. In your bones, you will know. Trust and let go. Let it flow.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.